Breaking Podcast 773. Woo! Winding down the year. Hello, hello. We are. We are. Hi, Suze. Are you still riding the high of Vegemite? <laughs> oh, Susie. It's become my fixation meal. My God. I'm a third way through the... the I, this is I, so great. I know joke... Eli stay, had to stay back one day because he had to have a medical procedure done. So I went on our vacation without him and not without him before him. And he's meeting me here, but he's, he was back at the house. And there was a moment where I was like, should I text him to just bring it? And then I was like, Sarah, that's crazy. You could probably get it anywhere. Just relax. Like, I, I that is, it. what is, what, what it's we're changed. So weird. Me, <laughs> I love that we're in the minority. It's so cute of us. It is adorable. And you are correct. It tastes amazing with butter. Right. I'm, I'm sure your experience has really improved since the finger test. <laughs> yes. I mean, imagine like I've been putting it on a little, like I did everything that I said in that last episode. I got all those ingredients and guess what? It was delicious. What is oh, the deal? I feel like right we've been now. lied to, you know? I know. We have. I, I really do think it's the it's the it, the fact that your brain says it's going to taste like chocolate. Yeah. Or That's it's it. like an anti-Australian bias or something. They're adorable. You're like, Susie, that's not it. Stop protecting yeah. them. Everybody loves Australians. <laughs> that is so true. Right. We love that. I mean... Uh, I'm just glad we discovered it. And that's yeah, me this too. really that was sort of falling into my adventure theme of the year because I was oh, genuinely yeah. scared. I was truly thinking this is gonna be gag. You city. did eat it with the most hesitation I've ever yes, seen. You there was put much anything in your trepidation. mouth. <laughs> I was just like, uh, uh, oh and then I was like, like have you seen the kombucha girl meme where she tastes she's like <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That's what we were. We were Cambridge Girl meme. That was very I'm funny. I'm glad that we took that risk is what I'm saying. I'll always take so. risks with you because here's what I know about you. You're not going to lead me into anything super dangerous. No. Like it's safe adventure and safe, you know. I was just saying this to Adam. I My dad, rest his soul, uh, he was a professional bus driver. And he, when he was teaching me how to drive, one of the things he focused on was the idea of controlled aggression. And oh. I said to him, to Adam, that this is one of the lessons I took and applied to a lot of things in my life, because usually that really pays off when you're like yes. in control, but you're going to take a risk. Absolutely. Thanks to Paul Th Meister. That is, that is really wise. Thank and you. I feel like I that's ve him. also very helpful on the challenge. Yeah, it's helpful on the road, and it's helpful in life and in weird situations yeah. on reality TV. And Susie is a much better driver than I am. She is a, a good, <laughs> like, aggressive, aggressive in the right ways. Yes, and I'm like, mm, go ahead. And that's how we end up probably Because you know when you go to pull out and you'll, you'll like, stutter, and then, then yeah. it's too late. Now yeah. you've basically caused an accident. Yeah, yeah. Don't do uh, that. Uh, that's, okay, so yeah. controlled aggression. That's what we've learned so far. Yeah, on today's that's show. great. Three minutes in. Check. We're already learning I know. things. Brains yeah. before the candy. You know what? <laughs> this is good Life for us. lessons for you. You're welcome. Anyway, You're welcome. so Sarah's on vacation in Mexico. Yes. She's already experienced See. Montezuma's revenge. We don't want to talk about it. Oh, my God. <sighs> I, you always if think if like it's not going to happen to me. I always think that like a fool. I think I've got an iron stomach. I can eat all. And then as soon as I got here, I ordered like these amazing lamb tacos and I put 
all the spicy stuff on it because I'm like, hello, I love that. Yeah. Mistake. It's not about the fiery heat. It's more like there's a bug in my stomach that needs to get out. So I had that move of which end is going on the toilet right now. That you know, is you have a to make terrible that decision. moment. Yeah. yeah. And I just reached and for a water which glass. Did you choose? <laughs> right. So I could do both. You always have to choose the bum. Yeah, always. You do. What do you? What are you going to diarrhea what are you gonna clean all up? the right. floor? Come on, come on. Forget it. Yeah, yeah. So that's been I fun just, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's all gone before Eli gets here for a romantic uh, uh, trip. <laughs> Super right. romantic. So far, they've checked me into a room with two twin beds, which I'm like, <clears throat> this might not work. You're kidding? Like Lucy and Desi? Like, I didn't even know that was an option. Are you kidding me? No, I am not. And we're staying in a nice hotel too. Beds separated yeah. by a nightstand. Correct. <laughs> and I was like, Sick. could I change to one with a king bed? And now I got one that has a full size regular human bed. Okay, but like, it's like that, that's kind of funny. Did they think you were by yourself? I think so. I think okay. that must have been it. But they still. must have thought that I was by myself because. It's yeah. still, a hotel shouldn't even be buying a twin bed. What are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Maybe that like is, they do have like, like economy rooms. Question. You know what? They have those, they had those available also when we were, uh, we got snowed in up in the mountains and had to get a room last minute and the hotels are like, Oh, they've been snowed in. Have they? We'll make the prices $1 million. And, uh, so we were like, should we, like a twin bed one was an option at like a nice Vail hotel as well. So I'm like, I think hotels have this and it's a thing. Wow. Maybe what if they only had it during the Christmas holiday, like in remembrance of like no room at the end. <laughs> Make room for Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yes. You can oh, like have no room at the end. I see the it. manger. <laughs> yeah. No, pick one. Oh, Do you want a barn <laughs> or twin bed? Can you imagine giving birth in a barn though? Just you know, absolutely not. I, you, you, I'd be, uh, it would be difficult for me to s- take a seated position with all my clothes on, on a barn floor. Yeah, right. I'd be like, Not comfy. there are definitely mites in here. <laughs> oh my God. Right. It is guaranteed discomfort. And that's just yeah. like not giving birth. Right. Well, hats off to Mary. Yeah. Well uh, done. Okay. And so, I love all those memes that are like, uh, <laughs> they show up with gifts. The wise men show up with gifts. She's like, oh, thanks. I could really use this. You Would have liked a breast pump, but oh. yeah, like, maybe some diapers, <laughs> right. but it's enough perfume. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, something's God. useful for a first time parent. It's funny. Okay. Oh. Well, all right, let's get started. Yeah, let's do I it, mean, man. The, I have to tell you about the comedy show with Gary Goldman. Yes. And I apologize. Lincoln looks so happy. It's so cute. Because it's a long story, but oh, uh, yes. for me, it pays off. I love okay. this. Well, anytime Susie has a story, buckle up. It's going to be a good true. one. <laughs> Every, anytime. If, if she gets serious about telling me I need to watch something, or if she's like, guys, I have a story. Both of those things are going to be excellent. Thanks, Sarah. Facts. Wow, I hope I can live up to this. Okay, so sure. um, we got for real front row tickets to Gary Goldman. You know how like now I have PTSD because of oh, Jerry right, Seinfeld. Right. right. And it was the like, same row. You're in the back. Yeah. Same row yeah. letters AA. And so after the Jerry thing, I was like, "Oh no. What you is this? Sure. Yeah. Right. So I did. I checked the seating chart. We were good. Okay. Yeah. 
front row seats to Gary Goldman, who I love. And, um, that, and my mom was going to watch Link, but Peg's having some ups and downs this year, as you may recall. And also I consistently have the worst luck of any person in all the land with like tickets of any kind. Right. And so Peg was no longer able to watch Link. And I thought, listen, normally at a comedy show, you can't take kids. But number one, Gary Goldman's a clean comedian. Yeah. And number two, it wasn't at like a a bar or, you know, comedy club. It was in a theater. So I thought, hey, maybe they let kids in. And it turns out they did. Okay, great. So I got a third ticket. And, but of course it's not in the front row because like they're all gone. So then guess who's sitting in the back? Adam. So, so... Oh gosh, because what else are you gonna do? Right, truly, oh, he's poor so Adam. Like easygoing, right? He acts like no, what, a, no big deal, whatever. And oh. I'm like, and Lincoln loves comedy. He always wants yeah. to come, but I never even think to get him a ticket because number one, I would love to spend time with my husband ever, <laughs> and number two, you know, like <laughs> it just doesn't occur to me that they'll let kids in, right? So. We got the tickets. I said, Link, we're sitting in the front row, man. This is like the real deal. And we, uh, he's all hyped up. We watched some specials ahead of time. So you would like know the jokes and like the tone and how great he is. And um, we get in the front row. And within five minutes of the set, Gary like looks at me and then looks at Lincoln. (laughs) And he go and he doesn't do crowd work. Like right, he has right. a set and that's it. And he goes, You are very young. And then he goes, You are distractingly young. I'm not gonna make fun of you, but how old are you? Eleven? And I was like, Yeah, you have to love that. And then he looks at Lincoln and he goes, What's your name? And he said Lincoln, and then he launches into a whole bit. Oh it was crazy. <gasps> he was like, "Ah, oh, I love that name. If I had a son, I would name him him Lincoln." And like, what if it was just cuz like I that's my favorite automobile. And then he goes into this whole thing about the president and like yeah, Gettysburg whatever and then the car. Oh, and I'm just God. dying. I'm just dying thinking like this kid has no idea how insane this is. And, and Adam is probably like, in the back like, ah, ah, "That's our child." Yes. <laughs> And then, oh, God, I love this. Um, throughout the whole act, then, it became like this sort of running joke about how Lincoln is there. It was wild. And this then, is the best. Oh, my God. Just like so I'm there special. right now in my heart. It was. It was so special. And oh, then, Sis, like, this is amazing. We're leaving the theater, and then everyone's like, Lincoln, there's Lincoln. <laughs> we were going to our car afterwards, and the people were like, baby, go. Lincoln. It was crazy, right? Oh, he was like a I rock like wanted, star. I'm like going to tear up. This is the cutest thing I've <laughs> ever heard. So and how great. amazing is this for Link? And he signed the book and it said, Dear Lincoln, thanks for being the star of my show. I could <gasps> die. <gasps> this is the best story. Yeah. Second only to how great my hair looks because of Nutrafol. <laughs> That's a two for one. Two for, for one. Six. And yeah, amazing Gary was hair. probably also distracted by my mane <laughs> because Nutrafol is a supplement dermatologists recommend. Dermatologists? 
Who is it? Yeah. Would that be them? Yes. Yes. The doctors yes. that care about my hair are the ones yeah. that are like, yeah, the that's skin, the because one. it's related to oh, the yes, pores and the follicles of your skin. 100%. You, and a healthy scalp equals healthy hair. Thank you. And you're, you're right. Welcome. I can confirm that. Number one, yeah. uh, clinically shown to improve visible thickness and uh, strength of hair, which if anybody that's had any kind of hormonal issue or oh, yeah. stress or tragedy at the salon like me, you know how important it is. And give it a try. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. Yeah. Anyway, it was a blessing. It was like so special. That is um, so cool. And, you know, remember his oh. special, The Great Depression? Um, I didn't. I don't Gary. think I saw it. It's on HBO and it's um, talking about his struggles with mental health and how he had yeah. to go to like a facility. Mm-hmm. Like he was one of the severe cases where you're like bedridden and Jeez, can't yeah. function. And so he made a special about it, which was so important and brave because obviously it's hilarious, but it's also like detailing how like you can appear yeah. one way and then be internally struggling. And it's so many important ideas that he talks about. And so whenever he did call out Lincoln, I knew that he was in safe hands. Cause I know he understands yeah. like how you treat children and like the important, how oh. like the interior life of a child can be so <sighs> like delicate. And so it felt really special. Oh, that is so beautiful and so wonderful. And yeah, he was in safe hands with that. So if you don't follow him, follow him on social, buy his book, Misfit, and check out his um, various specials. He has one coming out on December 21st, and it's getting rave reviews in the New York Times, so I can't wait to watch oh, it. Okay, I that's all. I love that. Okay. First step on the agenda. Mm, yeah. My sister Gretchen told awesome. me to watch this, uh, the Netflix documentary, Bad Doctor. Oh. Two thumbs up. Two's reviews. Oh, what what kind of bad doctor? Oh okay. no. When when we are betrayed by people in the medical field, there is nothing worse because like A, they did that whole oath thing. You know, remember yeah, that when they say that? Promise. Come on. Yeah, you pro- and you know how I hate promise breakers. And I hate that. And yeah. you think like we just give them all of this power and knowledge like like Right. That title and that role and, and, and we put them on a pedestal of what we read about in your book for candy club. Fool me once Yes, about that pharmacist who was like, um, adding what's the word where diluting chemotherapy medicine. So then people were dying. I can't, I mean, he could save a buck or two. It's terrible. And how that can feel like such a betrayal because they're supposed to be, you're putting your life in their hands and then they, whatever. And it's the same deal. He was a surgeon and he claimed that he developed through, um, skin cells, um, this prosthetic windpipe. I, I heard about this. I didn't know they made a documentary on this. Okay. Yeah. And all of them died, right? 
Spoiler. Yeah, they all died okay. because he yeah. was basically yeah. putting a gross straw in their throat <gasps> and being like, good luck. <gasps> it so, was just okay. How did, plastic. tell me what happened. He pretended like he had grown it in a lab, that it was a um, <gasps> skin cell developed thing that would match them and be like their body would absorb it kind of <sighs> like yeah, a transplant. Like it. Yes. Right. And it was just like oh a, bun- it was freaking paper mache or, you know, something like that. It looked right. like just like right. a plastic thing that Lincoln would play with that he found in the woods somewhere. And oh he was, ins- he was installing it in these poor people, including babies. <gasps> it is beyond comprehension. Oh and then God. He had. I was asking Gretchen, I'm always like, okay, explain this to me. Do you think he was just like a serial killer who used like this as his yeah, method that's what of that's murder? What I was or is it like something else? And Or I said, do you think he believed that it was going to be good and then it just wasn't? Yeah. All and the same goes, questions I'd want to ask right now. She concluded that it was like the hero thing where like you just oh. love the praise and it really doesn't yeah. matter. They're just sort of collateral damage to your own ego um, and hero right. worship kind of thing. And <sighs> I guess that's what I think too, but it's hard to imagine doing that. He must be a sociopath because totally. And the idea and like, yeah, sociopath with all those narcissistic traits, like, and delusions of grandeur and all that. And there had to have been a point where he got the confirmation or got some sort of reinforcement that he was this thing he believed he was or this what what when yeah. was that i think that the the documentary was trying to show how the media is complicit in this type of thing because everyone loves a feel-good story and so it was very much like look at how great this is and you do want to celebrate scientific advancements that are going to save lives right. and we do it all the time right but if that idea gets used by somebody like him as a means to their own, like more success than people can die. Especially if you don't cover what happened after. Did she live? Did she die? Okay. And then you might think, well, maybe a lot of them were terminal and this was their last hope. Okay. (sighs) So if that were the case and they were going to die anyway, I could see how you'd be like, well, worth a try. But then he started recruiting, like he wanted super healthy people (gasps) who just had like, had to have a trach because they were in an accident or something, but otherwise were totally fine. He wanted those ones. Maiming people for sure. Right. And I just, I mean, murdering people. Yeah. And I mean, I won't give away everything, but it kept getting worse. Oh my God. It's terrible. And did they have like interviews with the people's families and, and the, yeah. Oh that God. Breaks your heart. Yeah. Yeah. I remember they did a, a podcast series on that doctor, the spine surgeon, Dr. Death. Remember yeah. that? And then they did yeah. a, mo- a mini series with the guy from Dawson's Creek who did a yeah, fucking James amazing Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson. Amazing. Yeah. Jer- Joshua Jackson. Yes. I was going to say Jeremy Jackson, but that's somebody else. That's the Hobie guy, yes. I think. Um, that's somebody else. Yeah. The, they it's did Jermaine an, he Jackson. Did an amazing, yeah. <laughs> also so. It was Tito. <laughs> oh, God. 
That's funny. But oh yeah, that Dr. Death was was terrifying and like the idea of him just like destroying people's spines and I keep picturing Jermaine Jackson just doing spine surgery. <laughs> yeah, but so I mean, I think that I the assumption is always that like the the labor and difficulty of like medical school would weed out most right. people like this. Right. That's because what you think. It takes so much effort just to become a doctor. Right. But I guess some flip through the cracks and then they're like, yeah, and it's just party time. And it's horrifying. <sighs> I'll, I'll be honest. There are some therapists I've seen where I'm like, yeah, I know what you about you just... what your belief system is and you, you can't see every client. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And you I know? guess, you know, there's bad seeds in every... Yeah. At least like that one, Rock we hope that bit. they're not going to do what? Chris Rock is like, whenever people talk about the police oh. and they say that there's just some bad apples and he's like, well, there's some jobs that cannot have bad apples. Right. Like pilots. Yeah. No like, bad apples, please. <laughs> like right. there's certain ones and surgeon uh-huh. would be chief among them. Right. Yeah, I'll tell you, and there are no bad liquid bunches. IV flavors. Go with it. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, not even a lot of bunches of apples all accept a bad apple in. And I don't think they liquid do IV is a... accepting a bad apple in theirs. No, but they have a green apple and it is delicious. Yes. yes. I'll tell you what. Liquid IV has yeah. been a lifesaver during... Ugh, every I winter, think, I'm always I think shocked. that's what Adam was having hot the other day when we were yes. having a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. He's he like, it was so good because in... he had a little... Throat yeah. Thing. And it really mm-hmm. does help because it hydrates you and it's soothing. Like if you do it with hot water, like he does. Yeah. And I'm telling you this time of year, it's so dry. You are dehydrated. Everyone's dehydrated. That is you how are. it is. And you're probably getting dehydrated at your little work parties and all your like shots oh, yeah. or whatever the heck goes on in your people's lives. And <laughs> this is the answer. You pour this into water and it'll hydrate you. And now you can get sugar-free too. So, you know, whether you want, they have white peach, green Mm -hmm. grape, lemon lime, whatever. Super great to have on hand. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code CANDY at checkout. It's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code CANDY at liquidiv.com. It's just good to have in your house or in your car or... For traveling, whatever. Okay. Moving on. I do recommend watching that bad doctor, but it is so disturbing. Yeah. Oh, oh, I watched the Mother God one. Oh, yeah. Susie, it's a thousand times worse than you said it was. It's, it's, everybody has to see that because you're just watching it like, and then when you find out she has kids, like, I, I even knew that. And then when I I found, it's so different when, when you just tell me, I'm like, whoa, wow, that's crazy. And then I watch it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, the mummy lady and the fucking crazy boyfriend. I know. I need to learn how to really emphasize, like, no, trust me, it is bonkers. Because if we oh. say it every week, like I do, people <laughs> well, are I mean, this think it you're really crying is. wolf. This, that, so I'm here to say, holy shit, if you haven't seen that, you have to. Like, Susan literally, was right on that one. Shit. Yeah. Well, so when you're watching these things, and you're somebody who works in mental health, mm-hmm. it, what could be done? Like nothing. Can't, it's just, can't help the, the it's people who don't want to help themselves. It's the running joke of how many so therapists like, does it take to change a light bulb? 
Yeah. Well, so mm-hmm. do you feel like, like if that were your family, you just have to be like, hope for the It's best. like what that one, the, the, what all the family of them said, like, we've tried, we've intervened, we've, there's only so much we could do. And then it's really sad when they see him like wasting away, especially with like the not eating thing. And you're, like, you're watching somebody like, well, what about the people that still believe after she's dead? Oh, that is, I, I think it's exactly what you said to me. It's the worst case of in for a penny and for a pound mm-hmm. that you've ever seen. Yeah. It's so sad. I don't know. And it's like everything. It's just enough correct where there are sometimes where I'm like, well, in general, yeah. I believe that, you know, where you're like, yeah, sure. But we don't then We're end still up here. reasonable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like I know. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, that's what I always say about whenever people are very judgy about cult members or, you know, mm-hmm. just someone who disagrees with you politically or w- religiously, mm-hmm. it's like... If it were all bad, mm-hmm. like Jonestown, people mm-hmm. think, I cannot believe 700, however many people, mm-hmm. 900 people did that. But right. if it sounds great in the beginning. They have great stuff about them. It can be yeah. a great community or they're um, helpful to you and your family or like there's a million reasons to it, ways to attract right. a devotee. It is just like something goes right. sideways. Like the mother with the children who needed, I could just imagine the situation she was in. Oh, oh, you it's guys got to watch that. It's really bonky. But anyways. Okay. Bad doctor recommend, but it is yeah. crazy. Um, okay. okay. I read this book called country of the blind, which was excellent. And I think, I think it was New York times rated it one of the best books of the year. It's about this it's a memoir of a man who has a degenerative eye condition. Mm -hmm. So he was seeing, and then he's um, losing his sight over years and he's chronicling that process. Yeah. And I, I learned so much about what it's like to be blind or at least to be going blind. And then the blind, that would be a scary process. Yeah. And just the community then that you are becoming a part of, but you never yeah. were before and anything like that. So I just wanted to share some of the things that I learned about in the book that I thought were so fascinating. And, you know, if you're never really around somebody that's blind, you just would never know. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that he focused on was how like almost no blind people are completely blind, like with nothing, Hmm. nothing, nothing. Yeah. It's usually like lights or spots or something. Yeah. There's usually some sort of situation Mm -hmm. and that we all, I think, imagine just like pitch black. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of what I've imagined. Yeah. It's not really like that. Okay. No. And that even the ones for whom like they have no vision at all, that they're whatever Mm -hmm. has still like a brilliance and like a color or something. Interesting. Yeah. Not just like darkness. So that was news to me. I was ignorant about that. So that's 15% of blind people have no light perception whatsoever. Um, Mm. 
So that, I mean, it's not useful, like in terms of like finding right, your way right. around, but they, right. it's not what you imagine is my point. And then as his sight deteriorated, eventually he was encouraged to use a cane mm-hmm. and he really didn't want to, but then eventually he kind of had to. And he said, part of what made it the worst and he didn't want to is because like, I had no idea, but like, because most people using a cane can see some stuff Mm -hmm. and that a lot of people can sort of detect that like, they don't seem blind. And so like, then people aren't respectful of the cane. Like Kane when they're out like because they think they yell like <gasps> you're faking and stuff. Like they're hecklers, like blind people hecklers who are like, what you can fucking the- see. <laughs> oh, this is like an invisible uh uh disability. Like <laughs> but like well, I know. I mean I'm like that's kind of Yeah, ironically. <sighs> so like whenever up. you use the cane, you're all you're constantly being told by sighted people that like you're faking and like knock it off or whatever. And could you imagine being a sighted person and ever uttering no. those words? Because I want to know who these people are. It ain't me. I, no, it's not our listeners. Not. Well, I think it's like the way that it was described sort of sounded like, you know, when you're like in a city setting. Yeah. And there's hey, a lot get more out like, here. I'm walking here. Who'd like that? Yeah, there's a lot more like kind of like interaction yeah. of, of strangers, whether they're yeah. sometimes mentally ill or just sort of like outgoing or whatever, or just inappropriate. And so that was the environment that I imagined okay. this was happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he says that every time he used the cane, he felt um, fraudulent and like that he was <sighs> trying to pass as a blind guy. And then you know, that it was actually really helpful. So he had to keep doing it, but you know, whatever. Okay. So he said one of the worst parts was like, for some reason, going to the bathroom in a restaurant was like one of the things he had the most anxiety about. And I don't entirely know why, but I guess because you're kind of on show. You are. And there's a lot of doors that could go to other places at re- the restroom. You know, mm-hmm. I was just at a restroom. Not a re- I was not just at a restroom. I mean, I went to the restroom there, but I was just at a restaurant and it was a really nice one. This great place called Quality Italian in Denver. I was like, oh, where's your, where's your restroom? I swear to God, you needed a map and like a headlamp to get to this place. Like I was going on a fucking adventure. It's like out the door, down the hallway, down this flight of stairs, like through the stairwell into like another hotel's lobby. And when you mentioned the restroom, my first thought was, wow, if I were a person who needed any sort of assistance at all, or had any, like even the stairwell had this, this like bar that was blocking it off that then you had to open because there was a sign that said restroom downstairs and you'd have to Mm. like pull that. You have to be able to read the sign and pull that, then pull that back, walk down a flight of stairs. So much going on. It's not, I agree. And I can understand why he would be stressed about it. I'm saying I would be stressed about every aspect. Correct. 100%. Anywhere, finding anything. Yeah. A subway would be really scary for me. Like literally, the idea of like getting on a train house to the bathroom would be scary to me. Yeah, a lot. So 
Yeah. Okay. So then it said that, I don't know, there was kind of this message of like, stop being weird about disabilities, which I'm on board with. But then it said that the unemployment rate for blind Mm. people is 14 times higher. It's 70% of blind people that are unemployed. Wow. And so I get what he's saying because in part, part of that is that we are ableist. And so like the world isn't designed for people that have different abilities, but Mm -hmm. there must be more to it than just. I don't think we're being creative enough with jobs and with what people can do. And, you know, there, I've, I've seen these companies on Shark Tank that'll come up where there'll be a company that employs people that have different disabilities and different levels of ability. And it's in a way showing that like, if you come up with jobs for people, if you are able to provide these jobs, people will do them and they want Mm -hmm. to work and they want, but you have to give, be a little, I don't know, creative about maybe how you tailor the job to fit the need of the person. Uh, One thing I learned about in the book is that there's at least one app, but probably several where if you're sighted and like you be my help, eyes, yeah, well, yeah, you can help them, and so like you can read like um, yeah directions and stuff like that. So if you're interested, you could do that. Yeah, um, I've always thought that that used to be heavily uh, Instagram advertised to me. Oh, okay, yeah, but you were just like never took the bait. You should give it a whirl. I, yeah, I should. Just I don't know why I didn't. I want to know how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is I uh, just fair warning. This is a transition, but it's a real good one. I am sighted, but I am losing my vision this because is I am elderly. And thank well, goodness there is pair eyewear. So right. I'm not, you know, dealing with what country of the blind fella does. But listen, you people, you Gen Zers that write in that super small print on your Insta stories because you think it's cute, like it'll be like two oh. words and they make it like micro. It's like a thing that they do on purpose. Okay. Aegis. That's what that is. That's yeah. Aegis. I have to so screenshot get it out and her, blow her... it up. Oh it's embarrassing. God. Okay. But thanks to pair eyewear, I can um, get my prescription and look super cute and then yes. customize the look with their magnetic pop-ons on the frames that are great or sunglass pop top frames. One of my favorite adorable. fashion influencers was just showing off her collection. This was around Halloween of all the different Halloween ones. And I was they're like, so cute. They're so stinking cute. They really are. And you, they have a bunch of base frames, but, and you can get like traditional colors if you want, but then you can get all kinds of like cool, more statement mm-hmm. pop on tops that. Yeah. Holidays are so tops. fun for that. So make every look merry with pear eyewear. Go to pareyewear.com slash brain candy for 15% off your first pair. That's pear, P-A-I-R, eyewear.com slash brain candy. I love them. And it's super easy. You just put your uh, prescription in and no problem. Digital try-on thing. Mm-hmm. Virtual. Okay. Um, then, this was totally fascinating. Um, at movies, you know how they have the auditory subtitles or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it describes the movie and, and, um, says what's cooking on screen. Like the, yeah. Like descript- descriptive hear. captions, whatever yeah. they call them. Yeah. And you put them on and then you can enjoy the movie, but like not all, um, deaf, uh, blind people, excuse me, like have the same preference for how the descriptions go. 
Oh, and yeah, it, I can imagine. It depends a lot on, like, whether you were born blind or not. That, like, he was saying that people that are born blind, they just, they want the facts. Just tell me uh-huh. the basics. They don't want the visual details because they don't need them because it's never been part of their world. So they just yeah. are, just tell me what's going on. Detail. We don't need to talk about the color of the sky. And- yeah. And he's, since uh-huh. he is losing his sight so late, he wants like maximized descriptions. And so that that's like a real balance. Okay. that I wonder if that has something to do with your brain's ability to conjure up a mental image based on what you are hearing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it's like doing extra work. If somebody like, it doesn't need to do that. It's not adding any more to their mental visual image of the scene. Yeah. If you are maybe somebody who was born blind. Yeah. Cause he says, if you've grab a blind guy off the street and ask him what kind of description he likes. His answer reveals when he went blind. Wow. How much residual vision he still has and how much um, of those auditory descriptions he's heard. And it says the congenitally blind and those without any residual vision tend to prefer the minimalist and then so on. And Interesting. then, yeah, but they, they only have one for every film. It's not like they have like, would you like more? <laughs> so you kind of right. get what you right. get. No you don't what. have any option. Right. I bet they yeah. find like their favorite narrator or favorite people who are right. describing it and stick with that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, okay. And then this was weird, to, not weird, but just interesting to see. Yeah. It said deaf, like... If you ask deaf people, and you see this a lot with like the cochlear implants and stuff, mm-hmm. there's like a big debate like, why would I want that? I love how, how I am. I don't need to be fixed. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. But that is not really true in the blind community. Like if you, they don't fight the medical advancements, like they would kind of right. love yeah. that ability. Yeah. Does I'm that sure. surprise you though, that there would no. be a difference? Because being held back, there's a lot of your world you can still interact with, I think, if you are hearing impaired. Mm-hmm. And you, there's less of the world you can interact with safe, like safely if you are vision impaired. Here's a, one fun other thing. And this, do you remember the Curb, uh, your enthusiasm episode when Larry's friend is blind, but he insists on having hot girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Okay, so it was saying in the book that like for a lot of people, like how their partner looks is really important to them. That what is the fuck? Very funny. Yeah, and it just really goes to show how like the social pressure. Wow. Of having a hot partner, it has nothing to do it's with not your even individual. About, yeah. It's not about what you see at all. It's about how other people <gasps> see you. That's, even that's there's a lot there. I know that it's we could unpack bizarre. for a long time. I feel like because that person's that's interesting. Attractiveness is a reflection of you, whether you can see it or not. Right, and. Their attractiveness, I, I would be interested to know if uh, uh, pref- like the preference of if it's more based on societal messages or if there's like both. individual, wow, 
Yeah, but like, you know, in songs and movies, everything, that's like an important thing. And like what people say to you also, like you're, oh, your wife is so beautiful or whatever it is. Yeah. It's just, it it just matters. But it is funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because like, it seems like that would be a real bonus that you could really just choose somebody because you love their insides. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know what I'm the most impressed with? The blind ski team. <laughs> Where I can't you tell you how people? they're always on the mountain. There are blind skiers on the mountain all how do you know? the time because they wear, they are with a, a, a guide, like with somebody skiing with them and like alongside them. And they wear a shirt that like a, of Jersey that like bib kind of thing that says blind skier. Man. And they are ripping. And I'm like, fuck, you have to at least be better than the blind guy, Sarah. Like, come on. <laughs> Get those turns right, in. You do have an advantage. <laughs> come on, Sarah. If they can do it, you can do it. Yeah, and they're just crushing it. Like, I like, mean. Like, I want to be happy that's so cool and just so it's, brave it is pretty cool. and yeah. impressive. But then yeah. I'm just like, why are you doing that? Stop Yeah, it's it. like they didn't stop. It's like they, they were like, I'm not going to let this stop me. There's a lot of, um, oh, what do they call them? There's a name for it. It's oh, something accessible skiing or something. I can't remember the term for it, but of like what. And they provide so many different services and options and like ski instructors that go with them. And Eli, Eli was watching, we were on the mountain, Eli was watching this, uh, like old couple teaching another, uh, this group of like senior citizens, like, like a bunch of lessons and like walking up the stairs in their boots. And Eli was like, you know, that's going to be us one day. I was like, in the classes, we know how to ski. He's like, no teaching them. We're going to just retire and like be ski instructors for people. And I'm like, that's a great idea. I love this life. I mean, it's so fun. So maybe I could be one of those guides one day. Yeah. And anybody that's like offended by my position, I feel the same way about sighted skiers. This is not actually (laughs) about their blindness. Yeah. She's like, why are you doing this? I mean, it's more impressive that they do it, but it's equally as disturbing to me. That's really funny. Why are any of you doing this? Yeah. I know. Do you know about sitting? Right. Right. (laughs) Well, the one-legged guys often go uh, down sitting or the ones who are, they, there's like a ski that you sit on for people who are in like wheelchairs and they like put their, and it's a single ski and they like, they're skiing out. I'm like, damn. Have you ever seen them wipe out? No. Actually, maybe I need that. <laughs> I know it sounds like that they're better. Great. It yeah. did say that. Yeah, it is sitting and skiing. So you would love that. That's how we get Susie down the mountain. I mean, what if this is very Kirby enthusiast? Like if I faked. Yeah, just so she can sit paralysis. while skiing. <laughs> just so I can sit. Ah! She's reached a new low, <laughs> but a new high in elevation. <laughs> It said though, and I did not know this, like if you choose to fly, um, you know, go on a flight and you are blind, even if you're not disabled in any other way, that there's this weird thing about flying as a disabled person yeah, where they like basically force you to get in a wheelchair and they all hate it and they're so mad about it. And they're That's like, insane. I'm blind. My, I don't have paralysis. I mean, <laughs> that would be 
number I would love it, but most people that would be Do you think that this has something to do with speed of transportation? Like they're getting people Mm -hmm. on, like, are they taking these people through the airport like that? Like what's happening? Um, I can't understand why they would need. It's just like the the people that tend to be the wheelers Mm -hmm. that help you through the airport, like Mm -hmm. sort of, they don't get it. Like they they, they weren't trained properly and they just think everyone's going in the wheelchair. It's just like poor training. And like good intentions, bad execution. Right, right. There's a lot of work to be done in accessibility of spaces, places, all that. Well, and I do feel like that half the battle with all of this would be being able to talk without fearing that you're going to say something offensive. Like that's part of why I don't like when people get offended so easily if you say something the wrong way. Like whenever I said Downs instead of Down syndrome Uh on 15 Minutes of Blame, where we get caught up in this, like the semantics or like saying the wrong thing. And then I do think that inhibits Mm -hmm. learning. Asking questions and do you need this? Is this helpful to you at all? Right. We are going to get it wrong. Just go with that. I'm going to mess this up. I don't have a lot of experience dealing with people who are blind or working with people who are blind. Can you tell me what you prefer and what is comfortable for you? Also, it might not be the same for everybody who is vision impaired. What should we do in this situation? Yeah. We're all afraid to offend. But a lot of people are also afraid of going to therapy and they shouldn't be because it's helpful and not intimidating, especially if you try BetterHelp because... This, and by the way, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, So is a lot of my relationship. (laughs) Yeah. Or also our personal lives. Shout out to (laughs) Sherry, my therapist, our therapist. We'll be seeing her tomorrow. Yes, because it is not intimidating when you don't even have to leave your house and you can do it from the comfort of your office Mm -hmm. or your your house or wherever you are. Individual or couples. Yes. And listen... It's the holidays. I've seen your families. Right. It's tough times. Right. And maybe you want to talk about it? So try BetterHelp. They have people that have all kinds of specializations that would be able to help you cope with being a person. Uh, in the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash candy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash candy. All righty, 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 Rue. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. That book is great, though, if, if you're interested. Yeah. Check it out. It's called The Country of the Blind. Um, all right. Mm, next up, I would like to talk about... This is a sad one, but I'm oh. only bringing it up because I wanted your opinion. Yeah, because Dr. Death or whatever was such an uplifting tale. <laughs> I know that you're She's right. like, here's the stories I got for you. <laughs> okay, continue. I guess I, I'm the problem. It's me. Okay. <laughs> so there was a mayor of a town in Alabama, and his name was Bubba, but try not to let that distract you. Okay. Because it's just like, of course it was. He's a mayor right. in Alabama. What else is na- his name going to be? But this guy seemed like a really... You know, kind of like salt of the earth kind of guy. Like really loved being the mayor, really loved his town. As most guys with Bubba do. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right. It's so true. That makes sense. Never met a Bubba I didn't like, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah, that's true. And so, you know, he was the kind of guy that really got his hands dirty, was out in the community and sounds like a really nice guy. He was a Republican 
And um, he, he was exposed recently by like a very conservative online outlet who discovered that he had posted online like pictures and stuff of him dressed as a woman. Oh. And like it, he presented himself as somebody who was not like was transitioning mm. and had like a persona and had like a whole story about who she was and it was this whole thing and was exposed. And that's a particular problem if you are yeah. a mayor of a conservative town right. and you're a Republican and your name's Bubba and mm -hmm. probably your politics ha were built on this sort of family values, traditional right. thing and Christianity and all that. So at first, when this was exposed, he also is a pastor, by the way. Oh, of course. So which came first? The naked, not naked, the, the pictures online. There or, were some provocative ones. Or, or the what? one, or the, like, are these new photos? Like he's like talking to a current. community where he's trying. Okay. So this is current and basically he's like living a double life in a way. Kind of. Yeah. He's married okay. and has kids and is okay. conservative. And yet online he's posting these racy photos of him in wet women's wear and saying he's transitioning. Mm -hmm. And at first he reacted and said like, Hey, like this, ha this is the, uh, my private life. It's not nobody else's business. And my wife knows that I wear her clothes and like buzz off. That was okay. the first sort of deal. But then like some of the posts that he were, was doing included like kind of like fan fiction about people in the community. What? In, like, like he'd mentioned somebody that owns some store down the road and be like, I hate her. And like, he's talking about people that are actually in the community while he's as this character. This is odd. <laughs> That's for sure. I love how the limits of like your kink tolerance are so high that only then did you think that this was odd. Yeah. <laughs> I love because you. it doesn't say, it does sound like this is not as much a question of like gender and sexuality as much as it is. There's something else going on, right? I think it's all of the above. I think it's okay. like he's probably has some questions about okay. his gender identity, maybe sexuality. Um, and then also, like, he's probably caught up in a lot of petty politics and stuff. So, like, this yeah. is probably how he blew off steam or whatever. But uh -huh. you're naming actual names of people in That's your community. That's a problem. Why are you doing that? Why is he doing this? So it got kind of real bad, obviously. And so then people were worried about him because this is not great for him and his family. Yeah. So they did, like, a welfare check. Like, they called in to the cops to do a welfare check. And so the cops went to find him. And then it ended up where they were like following him on the road. And then he got out of the car and took his life. Oh, okay. Oh so, no. Yeah. So Bubba now died and I'm, I bring all this up because there's so, it's so oh. complicated, but the, the outlet that exposed him said like, listen, he's a public figure. He's a member of the community. He's the mayor. Mm. People have a right to know, especially because he's mentioning the names of a, other people right. in the community. And he presumably is running on very conservative values and he's right. saying he's trans. Right. 
What do you think though? Is there sort of like a line that outlets shouldn't cross in exposing Oof. this type of thing? And there's no right answer. I'm just curious. What there isn't, right? Like it feels like because of the hypocrisy and because of the position that they's taking against people who he would identify as being somewhat similar to or have like shared needs or concerns as like working against his own interests kind of thing mm-hmm. like that. I feel like it. it's important. Like what I'm pro is calling out hypocrisy in politics. What mm-hmm. I'm anti is outing people and stuff like that. Like when they did it wow. to rebel Wilson, like some in the, I don't like that. Right, because there was no hypocrisy there. There's no hypocrisy there. She's not, right. She's not fighting against the rights of individuals. Yeah, I mean, I'm torn about it because, like, I Mm. do think he crossed a line by naming people in the community and stuff like that and weird posts, but um, it's just so sad that... I don't know the story. Like, I don't know if he was like genuinely sort of not living his truth or whether he was just getting freaky online. Like it's like if he's, if he's not, Oh, I don't know. It does sound really messy. This is why it's important to be our authentic selves and it, everything comes out in the end. So I keep thinking about that. How like you would think that in the year of our Lord, 2023, Mm -hmm. that sort of Mm -hmm. like it's everyone's, at a place where you can do that, but right. it is not the case. It's not the case at all. And okay. But if you're not going to kind of be completely open, please don't run for office. Yeah, that's it. It's like, sir, I feel like when teachers get exposed for having only fans, that's bullshit. I hate that. Their job has nothing to do with that that's like a separate adult life that can very well be you can like draw a line between those two worlds i just feel like when you're in politics and you're you're representing the people who you're making like decisions on voting for things and passing laws and you know regulations that there has to be some transparency there that's like why mm-hmm. their all their records and tax stuff shit is all public and you we don't all, as regular people have to do that yeah the articles i mean it's everywhere but i, I saw one in the new york times you can check out if you're interested because it is what a mess um and just one more thing before we go i thought this was funny i had been reading um an article about like in the atlantic about like ai and how it has a hotness problem did you see that how no. like you know like it's most making people, everybody hot yeah, except for our picture that one time when you. Oh cried. my god, we look like <laughs> fucking trolls. We got really ripped off. Although I was mine like, was what? really nice. The one I know. I... I'm like, what? 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 Are I? Come on. <laughs> they, the AI knows you're more tolerant than I am. Yeah, yeah. Okay, AI, up it for me, please. <laughs> I should like start with. First of all, I like to look at nice things, including pictures of myself. <laughs> yeah, especially. Thank you. Come on. So it was saying how like pictures on the internet are overwhelmingly beautiful. Even like if you were to, you know, right. auto tune your own pictures, like it's actually not 
most of us delete our worst photos, right? Right. So like then only the bad the photos don't even exist. Yeah. Like AI doesn't even know that we all ha- don't look like this. And then it said, this just cracked me wow. up. Is the journalist put in um, a request on their AI generator for ugly people. And it was just two hot people with dirt on their faces. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do this. So the, I want to do this right now. I want to keep running through things like, through AI and like see what it says. Like, like ooh, look, it's kind of like when like a hot money. Yeah, it's like when somebody hot you go make a silly face. And they're like, mm-hmm. it's like the cues tongue out. Like I'm like that's not a silly face. Terrible at that. God damn. Oh, that's okay. funny, Sus. We uh we've been through a lot today. Um, but we did learn a lesson from my dad about controlled aggression. Yes, right? we did. Get Take a little controlled risks. aggression. Don't be crazy, but just you can do a little something. Yeah. Sarah, however, is in a hotel with twin beds. That seems I, like well, it was. I changed this morning, so now we're better. It, it <laughs> we can only go up from here. I think things are looking up. As long as the sun comes out, we we might have a day. So recommend Bad Doctor. That's on Netflix yeah. and. Good grief. I, and I swear it's Bad doctor case. and good grief? No, no. I'm just no. saying good okay. grief. Okay. I thought it was another thing. Okay. I was like, there's no way that those are the two names of the documentaries. <laughs> Got it. The other one's called some. That was right. Cowboy. No. No. I just, what is it? Not cowboy. Country of the Blind. Of the blind. Yeah. But I do want to say, though, about Bad Doctor, I've only scratched the surface of what is exposed about this guy. Like, oh my God. Like the okay, fact that he's killing wait. people with weird windpipes is just part of it. Oh my okay. God. Um, and then, yeah, Country of the Blind is a great book and hats off to the skiers who, I don't know, should, I mean, I don't think they're at any greater risk of getting hurt. And that just goes to show how risky I see skiing. Yeah, you are correct. You know what I mean? They're in it for the app right though, Suze. They just want to party afterwards like everybody else. After, like after skiing, like après ski, oh. like it's like basically where you get to like, you're tired from the day and you get to like have a hamburger and a beer and there's always like a party afterwards. They a lot of the mountains will that. have, I know, après the best. That's why, that's why there, I, I, I seriously considered getting you a shirt that said après ski. It was like a sweater, like beautifully knit sweater that said après ski, but it's good thing I did it because for, I also have to send her a French dictionary along with the Well, no, like the word. I see it a lot. There's a restaurant yeah. here called that and it's like just real cute and it's very yeah. ski themed. Oh, and I I'm love this. Like, what is that? What are they talking about? It's just like about? the after, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite part of skiing. Okay. Well, I like that part. Yeah. Apple and ski. She's I don't into know. It, guys. Bubba's. Oh, that's a, we- a mystery that needs know. to be unpacked. Or maybe Thanks does it. Listening. I don't know. Yeah, I feel. I really do want to. This is why I like old gossip because I don't want to wait right. to find out what happened right. to this family. Like, I want to know oh. now. Like, are they okay? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I love you all. See you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.